Hey, hope you're all right. This good one today, isn't it? Because I think this is one most people will ask about is the plateau. Le plateau. Le plateau. <laughs> <laughs> and I think people get do get confused with this. Some people think they're in a plateau. I think nine times out of ten they're not, personally. Yeah. And, and, I think I'm, you're right. and I'm not saying because people are saying it's an excuse. I just think they're just not sure what to check for if they are or not in one. Yeah. Yeah, and I think over the summer, as much as this is normally a great time of year to get fat loss results, everyone has wanted to eat out. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. we've got bear in mind a plateau. The best way to describe a plateau is when you're not, uh, you know, nothing's progressing. So say mm. with the weight, you're not able to lift any heavier or add any more reps or anything, you know, you're pretty much probably due for a new plan. Um, it could be you're not losing inches, you're not losing weight, despite doing it every week for six weeks, say, for example, with us. Um, it has to be for yeah. a set period of time as well. Because mm. I think some people tend to... No, go on. It's all right. No, I'd have asked for the coffee. I suppose. I think it's say something before speaking to the coffee. <laughs> um, but I think a lot of the you've got to remember, guys. If you have actually plateaued, okay, you, the main thing is you have been consistent with everything you have been doing. You've put the plan into yes. action. You've actually been doing the best you can do. You know, you give it hundred percent based on what you can do. We don't mean hundred yeah. percent in oh, doing ten classes a week, doing ten thousand no. steps every single day without fail. You know, getting eight hours sleep, not being stressed. It's we know that's not possible. Yeah. So we mean, you know, when we say hundred percent, it's your hundred percent. If you've actioned everything that you've had to do yeah. consistently. You know, and not slipped up anywhere whatsoever. Not had a week where you thought, "Fuck it," <laughs> because something. Yeah, I was going to say that's a good point, isn't it? It's 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 looking at absolutely everything. So it's not just saying, "Well, okay, I've trained three days, uh, you know, three times a week. So why aren't I seeing results?" It's not about that, is it? It's no. about all the other stuff as well, and nutrition and um, sleep and all of that, which is difficult to do all of it in one go, like you said. But you've got to. Yeah, you have them honest. Yeah, when people say why is this not working, it's like well, some element in what you're doing is causing you to not get results, and yeah. it's it's horrible to say, but you've got to take you you've got to have your own only responsibility of what you're doing. Yeah, and I think you've got to be you've got to be realistic about what you're looking to achieve as well. Yeah. So you just make sure first of all before you stress about being in a plateau is whether what you're expecting, what results you're expecting, are actually the yeah. right ones well i've had people say to me oh nat i didn't lose the weight i wanted to lose he goes what 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 is it's going up no i've only lost three pounds but i wanted to lose five and i'm like you're progressing how about plateaus <laughs> no you're not you're actually going the right way yeah. and you've lost like an inch off their waist and things like that or they've lost zero weight but then they've done the measurements and they've lost half an inch up everywhere yeah and that's not exactly. so we don't mean plateau as in you haven't got the results you want what we mean by plateau is nothing is moving. It's, it's You've had no change. If anything, it might even be, say, for example, if you weight weight or your body fat, so you do measurements and scales, it might be a case of actually going up a bit. Mm. It could even be that. It's uh, you're relapsing as well. Yes, yeah. Um, so what we're going to cover today is we're going to cover some questions with you, what to ask yourself and what to do to check if you're actually in a plateau. Um also then cover, are you really in a plateau? So we'll go on about that to you. We'll explain why slow progress is better than the no progress. And if you have plateaued, we'll give you some tools what to do. So we're yeah. going to cover all that today. So plateauing. This is what I'd ask myself, Kate, and my clients. First off, have you measured? Have you measured mm-hmm. whatsoever? Because I had this, I'm getting sneezing a minute. How, why does this happen? When I'm doing a bless me. <sighs> what gets measured gets managed. Exactly, as Kate says, thank you. <laughs> Sorry. What gets measured, me. what gets managed gets exactly. improved. Because I had a client <laughs> Friday the other week in my group and she was like, um, so I'm getting no results. It goes, have you actually measured yourself or weighed yourself this entire time? No. And how do you know? I just do. Mm. But you don't. You've got nothing there, no proof. It's like trying to convict someone for a crime and go, but you did do it. But you've got no proof. <laughs> you got uh, so you have to yeah. have something there to know. You know to know if it's happening. 
Uh, like we spoke about the other week, it's a form of self-signaling. Doing things like that reminds you what you're working towards. Um, I yeah. even question within the end, actually, does it, you know, what does it mean to you? Are you actually quite happy? And she actually did turn around and say, Actually, I'm just quite happy with how I feel and myself at the moment. So perhaps I just don't need to do it. Mine, I mean, it's not a priority. He goes, well, there we go then. Don't do it then. Um, yeah, I mean, that's part of the reason, isn't it, why on the, uh, on the check-in sheets that go out to you, that they have, um, we ask you every time what your goals are. And I know that has confused people in the past because they're like, well, they're the same as last week. And it's like, yeah, but the point is we're kind of hammering them home. You yeah. write them in every single week to remind yourself of what you're doing and why. Yes, um, for that reason and sometimes something might happen in your life and you might have to change the goals as well yeah um, absolutely which is fine that's okay if that happens i had clients mm. in my group pt at the moment they were doing strength goals but one of them has um developed sciatica so that had to change her goal was then to rehab herself which is fine mm-hmm. it's part of the process and one of them decides to do a half marathon <laughs> yeah. so she's changed to hitting say 10 miles before the end of this month, but she's done. So awesome. Mm-hmm. And the other one's rehabbed herself to slowly go back to weight training, which is fine. They've still achieved what they need to achieve and goals can always be flexible and change. Mm-hmm. But please ma- measure your actual progress. So don't turn around and go, I haven't had results and that. And, you know, how would you know? You've got no nothing there, nothing tangible to see where you started mm-hmm. and where you are. And if you do keep changing your goals because you think you're not getting results and you keep changing them, and that, that doesn't help, does it? It just that, well, it can make it worse because you're not you're not being consistent and yeah. you're not doing it for long enough to reach those goals. Well, it's just like the gym when we do weight training. Me and Kate used to chop and change our plans a lot. Yeah. And we wonder why we weren't getting strength goals. <laughs> yeah. Well, we used to have too many ideas. That was the problem. Yeah, we're a bit... We're, we're, we're like, like oh, something else. <laughs> we're kids at a sweet shop, so... Yeah, basically. You know, whereas now <laughs> we'll stay on a plan for like... 12 weeks sometimes which is long for me and Kate but we obviously yeah. progress it as we go but yeah. we're seeing the best results we've ever seen when it comes to weight training so it's exactly the same to strength training right. when it comes to fat loss results and physique results you've got to keep yeah. going you know I mean yeah. we'd only deviate a bit from the plan if like one it was busy so we changed the exercise or what we did on what day or two I'm injured so yeah. Kate's had to carry on strength and I've been doing volume instead of the amount of weight I can lift in a rep it's more how much I can lift across a session so to change it that mm-hmm. way uh, but yeah. other than that we've been staying consistent as you can be you know and that's the same for you guys which is goes on to my second point have you actually been consistent yes we, we can't hammer that into you oh we can't hammer it into you enough I know people go is that all it is it just being consistent yeah there's no magic pill or special way to get there the people who get where they need to get to and this is anything in life is they're consistent mm. you know it's like yeah. say me and Kate with our business so every week I make sure two newsletters are written up I'm uh, you know that's consistent I consistently make sure my social media is all pre um scheduled you know or you know like so I'm consistent with make sure my clients get their new plans on time uh, or yeah. get, we answer you guys back on your check-ins you know just little things like they are habits we've had to build up and at first you think it's dead stressful and it's the thing when you start something new this is why we say about doing things slowly because when we change things humans don't like it and it's really <laughs> hard to be consistent at the beginning yeah so it might be a case of yes you're motivated to do it and i do cringe at that word only because it's very fleeting and people rely on it to start something where it's like you just got to start no matter yeah. what position you're in. But you, wherever you start, you just got to do it and then be consistent and put the work in. Give it, mm. give it your role. You know, best example... If you I, think about you know, it, it's just, I was going to say, if, if you think about it, most people do that with their jobs. Most people's jobs, I would say, involve having to be consistent in what they do day yes. in, day out, or week to, to week the, to keep, get keep the work what going. they need. Exactly. So, you know, and if you don't, then it doesn't happen yeah. and there are kind of... Well, there are consequences for that. And, you know, same thing here, yeah. really. It really is no different. And, yeah, I think motivation is a big thing to start with because you're all yeah. full of excitement yeah. about it and you're all sort of, yes, I'm raring to go and I've got that motivation and I know what I want to achieve. It's when you're, you know, a few weeks in and you're thinking, oh, okay, <laughs> I don't know when, keep when doing do this. I see something? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's why you can't rely on think about seeing results every single week. But the reason what we measure, yeah. ideally we want you to measure every week and take an average weight into doing at least three days a week. 
every week because one like kate said it's like a self-triggering like when we ask your question what are your goals it's drilling in you why you're doing what you're doing and most people in the group are after aesthetic goals so there's nothing wrong with that but it's the same with writing a workout plan when you're doing your training plan are you actually recording down if you're getting stronger are you actually seeing yeah. progress in your training so you know me and kate write down what we do every workout so yeah. we just record even if it's and that's another reason to do something that you enjoy doing and that exactly. means something to you and has value to it because you know you're never going to get through a plateau if indeed you are in one if you're yeah. doing something that you find boring tedious or whatever that's Which just not going to work so that's another reason goes back to what we said at the start wasn't it do something you enjoy exactly because while there's consistency you know when it comes to especially fat loss it's about adherence yeah. You you got a idea to actually doing it. You know, you got to think, well, I can keep doing this. If it's like say if you restrict your calories way too much, you lose adherence. So you do there's actually a science behind it, you lose adherence over time the lower the calories go because yeah. hunger, sleep, stress, um, waver your adherence. And ideally after the six weeks you should be able to adhere to pretty much majority of the habits you've embedded. Uh, over the yes. time or at least feel set up to keep going at yeah. least because six weeks isn't a long time no it's not really is it it's no <laughs> even when we've done eight week ones i don't think they're that long i think personally anything less than like half a year is not long enough to see actual good results mm-hmm. because yeah. life unless you're paid bikini models it's not gonna happen no, quite. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know or you're yeah. paid athletes you know, you've got to think yeah. about these athletes, have these par- the Paralympians. People go, how do they do it? Because they're consistent with their training. You know, they, they day in, day out, they do it no matter what. They adhere to it because they love it, you know, and because they know if they want to be the best, they've got to keep doing it. Um, yeah. You know, with everything, their nutrition, their training, everything. You think these Paralympians have got more against them than us, and they are so consistent with what they do. You know, take them as an example, guys. You know, they weren't born to be athletes. You know, are you right? Because not everyone is like. I, I, I would say you can be built for a sport, but it doesn't mean you're meant for that sport necessarily. But you can be built for it. But you still got to put the work in. You still got to practice. You've got to put the repetitions in to get better and better and be consistent about it. I was. How do you think they win golds and silvers and medals in, in the Olympics? They're not Sorry, going to, no. you're right. They're not going oh, My to, daughter's about to go out without her medicines. Oh, of course, wise. <laughs> They've got to be consistent, <laughs> taking their medicines out, Kate. Exactly, yes. <laughs> or the allergies. Um, so, does that make sense to you, though, Kate? Like with the whole athlete, you know, you've got to, you've got to keep going, mm. you've got to keep doing it. Even days where they think they're failing and not doing good. Yeah. There's going to be days where it isn't like that. So yeah, it's not all going to be jolly wonderful, and you know, no. I'm enjoying all of this. There are there are going to be times when you're not, but you have that. That's yeah. the that's the time when you need that motivation more than you do right at yeah. the beginning, don't you? You need that push to go through exactly. It. And then when people go, well, where do I find motivation? You don't. It's down to discipline then. Yeah, just to actually discipline. do it. That's the word. Yeah. yeah, I'd say adherence, discipline, and consistency. If you've been applying that the whole time and you plateaued then yes, the end bit of this will be very applicable to you today. But mm. ideally, you guys have only been doing barely six weeks. So a lot of you are still getting into your habits. You won't be quite there yet, maybe being consistent with things. You might have to change things after this week. So <laughs> ideally, none of you should have plateaued. Either struggling because maybe because of life and have to change things about, or you are <laughs> achieving results, or you're at least maintaining but not gaining. That's still progress, guys, as well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so are you really in a plateau? We're going to cover that now. You're like this bit, mm. Kate. Because uh, how many times have you had a client? Well, recently, maybe. I think we've got one in this group who mentioned it. They've lost no weight. So you think, right, okay, which you can get sticky points, but they're losing, measure- but they're losing on measurements. Well, that's right, yeah, exactly, yeah. Or just, yeah, or even not seeing them, you know, not seeing either. But actually still looking a lot better, if yeah. you know what I mean. It's just, you know, whatever it is, it's like, well, go with that. Yeah, absolutely. Go with that. Take that as a positive. That's, that's, that's a win. not a plateau, that's is a, it? That's an achievement. That's, yeah, however you look at it, it is a positive. Whether you're seeing numbers change or not, you feel better, you look better. Everyone's told you you look better. So there you go. Yes. So that's I was like, it. I was like the cat out. <laughs> 
he wanted to yeah. he's left me he's left me there is quite a few people that say that though isn't there they it seems to be quite common it's because body composition changes obviously when you train um yeah you know you've got to bear that in mind you know we, we this is the other thing people put too much pressure sometimes how much especially aesthetic goals like weight loss they're like they put too much on themselves how much they want to lose in a set period of time but because mm-hmm. of life you can't actually do that no that's why i don't like when clients go i plan to lose this much weight in, in say six weeks for uh-huh. example and then they get to the end of six weeks they have lost weight but not lost what they wanted to lose and to them they think they failed or plateaued and i'm like no you haven't you're going the right direction as long as you're moving towards the goal doesn't matter how long it takes as long as you're moving that way carry on you haven't plateaued keep going it's working keep going yeah i mean you don't put the weight on overnight do you just much the same you're not going to lose it overnight well this is the other point i was going to get across have you really plateaued have Mm. you been patient enough yeah you know have you only given yourself two weeks and expect to see banging results in two weeks yeah you know um (laughs) I mean, I've actually had a client once say to me, um, this is very fresh in the day. And I thought he was joking, but no, he was being serious. And he did have a bit more body fat to him. And he turned to me and he said, oh, can you get me a six pack in six weeks? <laughs> I was like, well, you'd have to survive on a thousand calories, mate. He goes, really? It's not just a loads of abs. I was like, no, it doesn't work. Yeah. Quite a lot of spot reduction, I'm afraid. Still doesn't to this day. Um, no. Otherwise, the obesity epidemic would be cured by sit-ups. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. You know what I mean? But yeah, I'm afraid yeah. it doesn't work that way. Um, but I do find people in this day and age were just not patient. I could be impatient about things. Not about me looks, but about other things. Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah. Like, here's an example, Steph probably overhear this this is how impatient i am i freaking hate doing the pants and the sports bra because it takes so long to faff and sort out <laughs> female problems and yes i wear a bra kate yes i know with my tiny tits um, <laughs> but i'm too impatient to do it so steph does it for me because <laughs> i lose my shit about it but you know you think with baking as well because i bake and baking sometimes is a patient game like the cheesecake i made yesterday oh yeah so yeah. it's like Half an hour in the oven on this temperature. Then another half an hour on this temperature. Then leave it in the oven, not on, for an hour. <laughs> then take it out, leave it to cool. Then put it in the fridge for six yeah. hours. And I get that for some reason. But with things like mm. the sports bra, I'm like, can't be, I hate it. <laughs> takes, I'm like, there's other things I want to do. Um, <laughs> and I guess with obviously, I think the reason people are impatient because expectations are set up there by celebrities, um, certain celebrities saying, I've lost this much weight this soon, when it's not, it's probably been photoshopped. Or they're already lean, and they end up a lot to lose in the first place. Yeah, that's probably more the case, isn't yeah. it? But I think it's the, it's, it, it's the way that people get people in, don't they? It's all where I was saying, oh, do you want fat loss? That's not as exciting or as sexy, is it? It's saying, well, do you want to be, you know, do you want abs in Rip six off, weeks? Shred in six yeah, weeks. Exactly. That's <laughs> that's way more, you know, it's like it's a bit like with um, you know, when you go onto my fitness pal, and if you ever ask my fitness pal or any sort of similar thing like that to work out your calories, it'll go, Oh, well, how much weight do you want to lose a week? Do you want to lose three pounds a week or whatever? And you'll go, Yeah, yeah, of course I do. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's like, well, yeah, that <laughs> That gets you all excited and raring to go, not just, oh, well, this might take you months, you know. And then you see the calories, it's like... Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to... I'm not going to do, do to achieve yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And you have to eat 1,200 calories a day. Fuck that. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> F yeah. that. I was bad enough on 1,800. <laughs> Nothing's worth having to eat 12,000 calories a day. <laughs> no. To- I ate more than that when I was like a toddler, to be quite honest with you. Yeah. No way. Um... But it is an impatient thing, and I think because expectations are set out there. But then, because you don't hit that goal, you then peed off, and we do. I like how Chloe Maidley calls this the fuck it bucket. And yeah, it's basically what people do. Dave, I'll stop it. I'll just go mad, you know, and just eat what I want. Doesn't matter. I'm not gonna get results. And then you get to the point where you're not happy, so I'm realizing your health as well. You need to lose body fat, and you go jump on that wagon again and again and again. Mm. Um, yeah. So be patient, guys. Don't expect fast results, not from us anyway. We'll get you long-term results where you won't have to freaking diet again and survive off 1,200 calories. Survive, I said there, not thrive. Um, mm. But also, sometimes you will have a sticky point. 
Um, I've got a couple of clients at the moment, and they're like, they'll be stuck on the same weight for like weeks, but their inches come down a bit. And then after a few more weeks, then suddenly things shift again because even though you lo- you can lose a pound of fat, a pound of muscle, and obviously fat takes up a lot of room, fat takes up less space. Um, sometimes you're just still stuck, and it's just yeah you know, because of life, maybe lack of sleep, your hormones for females like menopause, menstrual cycle that makes things a lot slower. Yeah. Um, which is not a bad thing. We're not saying it's not happening and it can't happen. We just mean it might happen slower and slower is still progress. But when mm-hmm. people get sticky and sticky points, that's when they tend to go silly and go too low in their calories. Like we don't mind if you drop, if you plateau, but you don't have to go silly about it. Like 1200 calories, unless you're a very yeah. small person with a sedentary job. Yeah. But you, you know, you've got to, you just got to have that patience. You know, most time people give up when they're actually really close and they should have just kept going and they would have got there. Yeah, uh, absolutely. You, you know, you've got to imagine like you're digging for treasure and you're digging for hours and hours and hours and you're like, oh, it's just not going to be there. It's not happening. I'm in the wrong place. And then like, if you just chipped away a bit longer, you would have struck gold. You'd have got there, yeah. And yeah, absolutely. So you have yeah. to keep going. As long as you go in the right direction and as long as it's not going up, sometimes you might maintain for three, maybe four, maybe six plus weeks, but then suddenly it'll shift a little bit. Mm. And then four weeks later, it'll shift again a little bit. Maybe two weeks later, it shifts more. And then another six, it shifts again. It's going the right way. You're going to be further ahead than you were when maybe you've done dieting, where you've got there, yeah, quick within the first three months. But how quick did it take you to get back to where you were and then start all over again? Yeah. Why not, you know, maybe, yeah, take a year to progress. But by the end of the year, you haven't had to revert back but you're going the right way, you're close to where you want to be. Yeah, absolutely. And like you said, it might be the case that as you're going along and you're feeling a hell of a lot better through mm. exercise, nutrition, diet, whatever it might be, you might actually find that, you know, the you know the fat loss goal or whatever is actually not as important as you thought it was. Yeah. We do notice that. Because you're actually feeling better and you're actually thinking, well, actually, did I really want to lose weight or did I just want to feel fitter and healthier yeah i mean i love our one clients um i've trained and you have and her initial goal was actually to get more energy she just felt like shit all the time and i can't think of anything worse it's like when you're not mm. well into and you've been zapped and if you like you love being active it's even worse because you're just mm. itching to do things and your body's just like nope um and now they've got more energy than they ever have I've ever have had and it's lovely to see as a byproduct of the all losing body fat because I see an inch loss results yeah. they're able to lift heavier they've got the energy to get up in the morning their their mental health is better as well they're less stressed they're sleeping better all just kind of comes together eventually you know so if you are just focused as well on fat loss that will not help either we always mm. encourage you to have another goal whether it's like a non-scale goal as we call it so nothing to do with measurements nothing to do with weights it could do with a habit it could do just getting you cooking a bit more at home it could be a fitness goal um you know just something away from fat loss yeah you know that's what we want you to think about anything else to add there are you in a plateau really kate um no i think that's it i think it is just I think the big thing is, is 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 what we said at the beginning is actually looking at it and seeing whether you have hit every single goal or you've put a hundred percent into everything you've done, all of the things, mm. not just the calories, not just the workout, not just the sleep or the water or whatever it might be. It's looking at everything at a whole and actually sitting there and going, Have you really given it a hundred percent? Yeah. In all areas. Yeah, because we're not cycling. It only needs one of those things to fall down and, and, and not work. Yeah, it's like a pillar, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You know, you got to see it as like you're the t- you're like the table of a pillar. There's all these pillars there, like Kate mm. said, sleep, uh, you know, stress management, calories or, or nutrition. If you put it as one, um, you know, your daily activity. If one of those pillars goes, it can hinder one or the other. Absolutely, it's mm. all the elements. Biggest thing I think is when when people do actually plateau or they end up relapsing, or they think. <laughs> They, they think they're doing everything and nine times out of ten it's sleep and stress i think that the biggest yeah. effect i don't think it's actually nutrition because when the sleep is bad your appetite goes up your stress goes up if you're already stressed yeah. you don't sleep 
So it's like a vicious back and forth cycle. No, that's right. And actually being in a fat loss phase and, um, you know, if you've upped your exercise and all of that, that in itself is a stress on your body, isn't it? Yeah. So that's why we would say to you about to do fat loss, you've got to prepare for it. Have some preparation yeah. place. If you're already in a very high stress situation, perhaps, yes, still work on goals to help your fat loss, but don't make that the goal. Probably make the goal is I'm going to exercise to actually de-stress. It could be a great, because exercise is fantastic for that. But you're not oh, going yeah, to yeah. burn as many calories as you can. Not that we're big fans of training to burn calories because that's only one no. hour of your day. Uh, it's like, what do you do for the other hours of the day to, you know, increase yeah. your energy output? Your training should be for your health, your strength, your mobility, stress relief. That's what it should mm-hmm. be for. Uh, learning a skill perhaps as well, uh, whether it's lifting, doing a fitness class, uh, doing a sport. That's what it should be about. Um, yeah. But definitely look at your stress and sleep if you're struggling. If you've been struggling to yes. get results. And I know some of you in this group have actually said your goal is actually to to manage your sleep and stress better, which I like you put that as your goal, not fat loss. Uh, even yeah, if that's something absolutely. else you wanted, I think that's they're really good goals to focus on as a human because they get neglected. Yeah. Because the problem with the UK, I was talking to a client about this earlier, is we're very work obsessed. Mm. Very much. And I think... But particularly women are put under more pressure when it, and I mean I'm not saying men aren't but women are put under more pressure to perform um, as in you know they should feel guilty for staying still they should feel guilty for eating this or guilty not doing this there's a lot of this we need to be perfect culture still for females and I think the more you overthink things the worse it is and the harder it is to stay on track as well so bear that in mind we're not aiming for perfection ever whether you're female or male you know, no. you don't have to be moving every single freaking hour of the day. We're not asking you to do that. You know, it's having that balance of, yes, moving enough, but you also you need to be still enough yeah, <laughs> at the same time. Exactly. Um, you know, one of my clients, she thought one week she wasn't doing enough steps. She does over 105 step, 105,000 steps a week on right. average without even trying. That's just how she is. She does walks yeah. most days. That's her new hobby since retiring. She goes on a long walk with a friend. She and her husband basically do a lot of like home stuff at home, like as in like haberdashery, sewing, gardening. They are very active, very on their feet mm. all the time. They'll opt to walk to locations and driving places just out of habit. So she just hits that without really trying. And mm. she thought that wasn't enough one week. She only did like 90,000 steps. It goes, you yeah. do know you hit well above the average of what most people hit. <laughs> yeah absolutely so you know and i'd say throughout i think she had one plateau and i just said keep going and she did Mm. for another month and then saw results she just had to keep chipping away and keep repeating what she's doing and but this is after a year and she's dropped a dress size over the past 12 months just repeating what she does repeating Mm. how much she moves now she don't have to do 105,000 steps a week guys that's just her life that's how she's she's retired as well so but she feels guilty about being still. Okay. She really feels yeah. guilty. And she said she knows. She, I mean, ironically, she's been a mental health nurse. So she knows <laughs> she, it's important to be still. Life's not being wasted as long as you're enjoying it. If you're enjoying being still and having some relaxing time, <laughs> do not feel guilty about that as long as you've enjoyed it. If you're bored, fair yeah. enough, then you might need to change how you do your relaxation. Uh, but, you know, it is important to manage your sleep and stress. Because that affects everything. And like I say, if, you, if you're also menopausal, as me and Kate know, your cortisol levels are high, your stress hormone, mm-hmm. why are you going to make yourself yeah. more stressed by doing five, ten classes a week? And now people think yeah, it's exaggerating. Yeah. I've seen people, where I used to work at the Ledge Centre, do two classes a day, five days a week. Oh, yeah. I've seen, so I'm not exaggerating when I say that. And most of them, it sounds bad, but they're all menopausal women because mm. they all feel like they're under that pressure to look a certain way and they do yeah and it's actually yeah. and, it, and it ends up being counterproductive doesn't yeah. it and you can tell they're not enjoying it like after a couple of years working there i could see the ones who drop off because they just didn't like it from <laughs> it was too much yeah. mm. uh, or they were getting injured um and because they were restricting their calories so much as well adding more stress to their body and then they weren't seeing results um mm. and that's not where people get confused with metabolic adaptation 
so when it comes to metabolic adaptation what it is it happens very quickly either way uh whether you get want to go back ramp your metabolism back up to maintenance or go into a fat loss phase or a surplus something like 72 hours big top of me it might be less than that but your metabolism a bit like me when i got injured the first few weeks about four weeks ago now isn't it um and i knew i had to drop my calories because my maintenance was going to change because my steps were going to drop because i couldn't walk so i reset my maintenance which for my height and weight to give you about 18,000 1800 to 2000 calories and as i said to you kate the first three days i was starving i freaking hated it <laughs> but my body soon did get used to the fact i wasn't moving much and my appetite did settle and that's yeah. your body going through metabolic adaptation because uh, it happens really quickly um so eventually at first i probably was in a deficit technically for three to four days um because of where my metabolism was at the level it was at but over time it will slow off as you move less which is why ideally we rather just do slow gradual fat loss than fast fat loss yeah because it's easier to adhere to and the lower you go the less you naturally move mm. you know you think of like bikini model and these uh, fitness model competitors then they're near comp their calories are so low they barely move yeah, that's they, right. They don't even fidget. They're like vampires or twilight. I don't know if anyone's... If yeah. you read the books, they're like... They don't do it as they well. They have to be given all sorts of caffeine and stuff, don't they? Yeah, to, to, be, keep to going, give them yeah. some it's, sort of energy to yeah. actually keep doing... Yeah. Keep and moving. They can't sleep. They cannot yeah. sleep. So I know someone used to do it and their sleep is poor because they're so hungry. Uh, yeah. Because they're growling, their hunger hormone. Because eventually... I mean, it, and that's why the metabolism will slow. It's not slowing because... Also, oh, it's used to these lower calories. It's slowing because it's trying to freaking help you survive. <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely. And you know, I think, like, like you said, with doing it, yeah, with doing it slower, you're almost trying to sort of do it so your body doesn't notice. In a way, yeah. You try to do it as less <laughs> do you know as possible. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. obviously, the, you know, the more drastic you do it, yeah. your body goes, ah, no, you know, yeah. and then tries to, like you say, adapt. But if you're doing it sort of very slowly, yeah. Body doesn't sort of see it like that, does it? So it doesn't adapt as quick, if you like. I mean, this is the rule I like to apply. Yeah, no, no, you mean, yeah. Is always get away with as many calories as you can. Yeah. And train and get away with training as less as you can. And that sounds bad. Mm. You think, huh? What do you mean? Because. You know, if you, you've got abnormal lives in the day, you know, I used to train, well, we used to, don't we, Kate, four or five days a week doing weights. Now we do mm. three. And then we do yeah. things on top because we just like doing them, to be honest. Um, so I feel like, oh, you do too much. But the thing is with me, I like the act. I'm not doing it for calorie burn. I just like it. Yeah, um, same here. Yeah. You know, so, you know, when I got in, people go, oh, you're doing too much. You need to slow down. Guys, the issue is I like it. This is the problem. I'm not doing mm. it to look a certain way. Yes, as a byproduct, I've got a nice physique from it. But I'm just, you know, I just enjoy it. That That's, the, that's what it is for me. I'm not doing it for any other reason, to be honest. No. I like to challenge my body. I like to be challenged. And this is the thing, again, with the plateau. I think you've got to feel a bit challenged to a point. Like you said, obviously, yeah, doing a low calorie, de- not too low of a calorie deficit, get away with as much as you can so you're not too discomforted. But there will be some discomfort. But I think if we're not challenged, mm. we don't feel like we're doing it. So I think from a psychological point of view, you've got to yeah, feel so a bit challenged. Mean, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like me yeah, and Kate doing the weights that. and they go up dead easy every week. Eventually, I think, oh, what's the point? It's just, I like that <laughs> it. it's hard, to be honest, weirdly. I like think, yeah. oh, I've got, you know, you've overcome it. So we're not saying, oh, drop to 1,200 calories so you feel dead uncomfortable and feel challenged. Just expect to feel hungry sometimes. That's okay. Hmm. But yeah. set it where you can just about, you manage it, you can still be disciplined and still adhere and still be consistent. Hmm. That's what I'd say with that. So if you've definitely yes. plateaued, right so say you've been doing this longer than six weeks so you carry on what you're doing and you're doing everything you should be doing right what could have happened is one your body has got used to the activity now the human body is amazing for this when it comes to burning calories so say you go a spin class for example oh spin copper used to do that kate i know yeah psycho i did enjoy it at one point you did well, for, yeah i did yeah, yeah. i did to a point in you for a bit but then you found more fun things to do with me exactly um <laughs> But say a spin class, say you burn 300 calories an hour, right? And then after six months, your body, for example, well, maybe even earlier than that, will eventually burn less energy because it will get more efficient 
at it. Yeah. It's why you need progressive overload all the time in your training. But spin, you can only progress so far. It's what I mean by body pump. I think body pump's a great way to get into weight training. But I think mm-hmm. you shouldn't treat it as a calorie burn. Um, yeah. Or as a strength session. Muscle endurance, yes. Hypertrophy, yes. But I think you need... I think having it additionally is better or a way to get into weights than eventually go and do your own free weights. Because your body will just get used used to it. And obviously, you can only progress so far, say in classes, for example. But it's the same in weight training. If you just keep doing the same weight all the time and you say not up the reps, not added sets, not done time with attention, not added weights or anything like that, how are you going to progress? How is your body going to get better? It'll eventually just adjust and get used to it. Then you're no longer challenged. So... You have to again get to that discomfort bit. You you need to challenge. You need to progress somewhere. So if you have done all of that and you've got you know your body's getting quite used to the activity. First thing is you might need a new training plan. That is sometimes an element of it. So if you're doing strength training like me and Kate and you're at a sticky point, you're plateaued. You've added a, you've added a set as well. So you've gone to four or five sets. So you've added what we call volume of training. Then yes, you need a new training plan. If you're doing fat loss. And you've plateaued, and I mean plateaued for months, and it's not going up, it's just say static, or maybe it's going up a bit as well. Then yeah, drop your calories a little bit. Yeah. That's absolutely fine. Not by a huge amount, but No, I'd say and a hundred I would take a hundred off, I do, if that happens. I'm like, let's just take a hundred yeah. off. And let's see what happens. Keep it consistent. Use your week total still if you want, so you can have some sanity on the weekends um, and do it that way. Uh, yeah. It might be you need to look at your stress and sleep, like we discussed earlier. Definitely. So, you know, are you struggling with your sleep? Are you more stressed at the moment? Has something different happened in your life affecting all that? Because, um, you know, if you say, you know, we don't all suffer from mental illness all the time. Not every single person does. Some people have waves of it. I'd say I'm quite like that. Like, I, I generally have decent mental health, but it will go up and down there will be times mm-hmm. where i feel very anxious or a bit depressed normally when i'm due on which is quite common um yeah. so to manage that i'll prioritize sleep a little bit more and uh, do more relaxation sessions probably not go as hard on my training yeah so, it's basically going back to those non-negotiables yeah and making we, sure we you've, the, you've always got those in place at least um as we discussed earlier are you able to do all the elements to achieve the results that you want to get so think of the pillars if you're not, it might be you need to reevaluate those goals and adjust them so you can achieve them. So it could be the plan or the method actually is just not doable. It could be because something's yeah. changed or you thought it worked, tested it out, had a good trial run with it. Don't mean a couple of weeks. I mean, you tried for at least two months and you're like, you know what? It's really hard to stick to. Um, and it might be half of it you can, but half of it is struggling. So you need to look at the half you're struggling and readjust the goals. That's where you come to us yep. for help. Or if you've got a PT you're working with, then speak to your PT and say you're struggling. They should be there to help you. If you're bloody doing the shit, they need to help you with that, help you problem solve mm-hmm. it. It's like at the moment, I'm trying to work with a guy, he's really struggling with sleep, him and his missus, because they've got a neighbour who's very elderly. So she leaves Italian by accident all through the night loud because she's deaf. <sighs> until four o'clock in the morning they're struggling to sleep it's a massive um issue and i feel for him so i'm like what could you do because i'm like you got to it's a shame they've got to take steps to do what something to soundproof their house but they're just going to have to uh so like blackout curtains i'm like you're going to have to have a white noise on the background maybe like a fan because i find i can sleep with the fan on because it's like white noise nothing distracts mm. me um or maybe like earplugs perhaps i know you should have to resort to that but i said i could see he was burning both ends of the candle when I saw him the other day, yeah. bless him, because he's got to be up early for work. And I'm like, we, you need to sort your sleep out. You could tell he's just very demoralised, bless him. It really does affect you guys. So you've got to make sleep and uh, stress management a priority. Yeah, and I think even if you're not as sleep-deprived as as you just said, mm. um, I think even just being slightly out can, can affect everything. And you might not actually realise it, but yeah. Yeah, I think I yeah, I think I was when I got injured. I think I needed more sleep actually because I find I go up at nine, but I get carried away reading till ten. So I'm only not sleeping till half ten, eleven. So mm. I started reading shorter, or if I'm actually tired, if I just go to sleep now, and I actually I actually yeah. get I actually feel better for it. So you know, reevaluate things, guys. When things happen, you know, and you know, you feel like you if you feel like your willpower, your discipline is dropping. I hate using willpower, so I'd say discipline's a big one. Or you're doing just dropping. Yeah, yeah. Sleep and stress are big ones, guys. You you need to look at them. Yeah. 
absolutely yeah it's probably a good idea to look at those first mm. unless it's blindingly obvious yeah that something's fallen away then i would yeah i would probably look at sleep and stress first of all yeah that, that's what i looked at after getting injured i thought well why has it happened you know one because i've done kickbox at that level for 18 months but also it's an extra stressor on my body so i thought right i need to counteract this because i'm adding adding more stress to my body so i need to counteract it so you know, I've decided not to walk every morning anymore, actually. I'm going to go a bit later in the yeah. day, do my steps more gradual over the day instead of one big whack. Um, yeah. I lie in longer on Thursday and Friday instead of getting up earlier. Just little things that I already have found, actually, I feel a lot better. So yeah. th- you've got to think about it that way. You are your own problem source, but we are, we are here to guide you. So if you are stuck and you feel you're plateaued or you're struggling, this way she messages in. You know, yeah. don't just struggle in silence, guys. Don't even, I mean, yeah, yeah speak absolutely. to you. If you're living with someone like your partner and you're moaning to them about it and they're trying to think, it's hard to be accountable to someone you live with. So message us. You know, yes. We're easy definitely. to be accountable to. Um, mm. The other thing I was going to say, which you probably agree with, Kate, is my, if you're using NutriTrek on my fitness pal and you're doing fat loss and you like literally think you have definitely plateaued, double check you are actually tracking everything. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's another big one because, yeah, you you've got to be consistent well, yeah you have yeah, got to consistent be consistent again yeah and yeah. i think it's very i think it's very easy isn't it especially if you're tracking um your calories and everything that yeah. you leave it till the end of the day yeah. or something like that in which case or, yeah. you know you could be forgetting things we'll do it <laughs> or the biggest one i see oh i don't track your weekends why oh it's a weekend calories do count on a weekend you know this yeah <laughs> i'm like would you say you're quite mindful on the weekend eating and drinking and then you you know what you've had after you've had a drink and things like that and they're like, okay, I see what you're saying. And I'm like, look, yeah. if you're not tracking your weekends and you're not seeing results and it's going up, you need to track your weekends. Oh, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And like I say, if you're tracking, the thing with tracking, you haven't got to do it forever, guys, but if it stops you drinking and eating like a dickhead over the weekend, you know, and start doing it more moderately, it's like, say, since I've started tracking years ago, I am a lot different how I eat on weekends, I'd say, than I used to. Like, weekends, I'd go to the point I burst, just because I feel <laughs> good. I don't know why, I just do. It's just culture, I guess, isn't it? Oh, calories yeah. count on the weekend. And it's like that study I've seen where, it was on my nutrition course, actually, and it said, like, the average Brit will consume 9,500 calories over a weekend. Wow. Yeah, I reckon I do more than that when I, in the past. Gosh, I so can't That's from a Friday afternoon through till Sunday. Okay. I'm going to calculate this. I'm just going to roughly work. I'm just curious now how much that would be. So say, for example, you've got these people who might do 1,400 calories, say. Let's say they do it till Friday. Yeah, so they're on 7,000 calories now, yeah? Yeah. And then plus 9,500 calories. That's 16,500 calories. And then people go, why am I not losing weight? And like, weekends. Mm. So the weekends so i've just done that guys so 1400 times by five which is say 1400 calories a day which some people do they might even do less than that and then the weekends maybe from friday evening they have on average maybe nine and a half thousand cal- that's the average so it's not the most it's the average mm. um <laughs> that's over sixteen thousand calories now if you're say even my height so five or five right and my maintenance at moderately active or like active is about 2,200 we'll just divide that by seven so that's average of 2,357 calories a day that's how that works out and then people go how do I fuck it up on my weekends the weekends I'm not saying don't enjoy yourself on the weekends but do you need nine and a half thousand calories to enjoy yourself on the weekends do you actually (laughs) need that I love food I do I'm a massive foodie Kate knows I am I went to food festival for god's sake on Saturday um and don't get me wrong I have probably eaten way over the average on weekends in the past um I'll give you an example Kate so my normal meals across a day when I've worked say an eight five shift when I used to be a fitness instructor and then me and Carl would have a large pizza each to ourselves and piccolos. Then we mm. go out drinking. On the way home, as you know, famously, we will go to uh, Flames for cheeseburgers on the way home. <laughs> so if you think how many calories is consumed there in a night and the food of our I was going to say, yeah, if you tracked that, you would certainly then go, oh. Holy shit. <laughs> I, wasn't tracking, I wasn't tracking back then. I'm not going to lie. Well, no, I was going to, yeah. Way back. 
Uh, but then they're the sort of things you will forget to track anyway, won't you? You'll yeah. sort of get, you know, someday you'll be thinking, oh, yeah, you know, I had a small pizza. Forget the cheese oh, no. on the way home. I knew I had a large get pizza. I knew I had a 12-inch <laughs> cake. Don't you worry. <laughs> um, and on the Sunday, because you're out hanging out your arse, um, yeah. you know, you'd have... Don't get me wrong, to be fair, probably my full English breakfast was probably lower calorie than the bloody pizza, to be honest. Um, probably was, yeah. You know, because of the protein content in it. And I'd have like things like mushrooms and tomatoes and beans and stuff on there. There's mm. like a hash brown and I'd probably have with it. Um, but then the rest of the day, we might go out for a Sunday dinner, have a dessert. Uh, and then the evening, just eat like crisps and stuff like that, because that's all you could be asked to eat because you're hanging. Um <laughs> You know, you might have full fat coat because you're trying to get out over your hangover. And it just adds yeah. up. I can see how it adds up. I really can. Oh, yeah. When people say to me, there's no way I'll eat that much. I'm like, oh, yeah, you can. You can. <laughs> you can drink those calories easily. You can. Yeah, I've probably done that. I just drink, to be honest, at some point in my life, which scares me. Yeah. Oh, but, yeah. yeah. I can I have as well. Once yeah. again, you, you just forget how many you've had or you underestimate yeah. how many Definitely you've had how much you've had yeah. and then... And I've known people say, oh, there's no way I went over, I checked, I tracked. I'm like, did you be honest, though? Did you put a double yeah. or singles? You know, it's like, look, I get sometimes I'll say to people, you know, oh, you're going to party or something this weekend or you're away. I'm like, all right, just don't track for a weekend. But these people mm. rarely do. These are clients who are like, who've done it for eight. Whereas if they were new, I'd be like, mm, I'd like to track in, actually. At least track in the day for me and then leave so many calories for the evening, like we said. So, yeah, it's just, you just got to be honest, guys, and take responsibility for yourselves. You can't just blame yeah. always other people. I'm aware that environments can affect things. I'm aware that people you live with can affect things. Having children, having a partner, um, having a set culture in your family. Like, say, my family where I come from are big drinkers. They were drinking last night. That's what they do. It's um, just part of their culture. You know, it's harmless. Mm. I mean, that's their fun. That's what they enjoy doing, and that's fine. Um, but that could have affected how I am, but because I hate feeling like crap for days, that's why I don't drink. Um, yeah. I was out with Kate on uh, Saturday afternoon, and all I had was one drink, and I had an alcohol-free beer, because that's just what I'm happy having. I'm not bothered mm. when people do, but it is your personal choice, you know, guys, whatever you do, it's your own responsibility. Just remember that. We can give yeah. you the tools, we can give you the support, we can help you find solutions to your problem, but to actually action it, that is down to you, to action yeah. it, not us. You know, when our yeah, clients absolutely. get results, it's because they have done it. Yeah. And they always go, oh, thank you, Nat, you got me out of I might say, yeah, you can thank me for the support and everything, but it's you. Thank you for being an awesome client and actually just doing it, action it. Yeah. So No one can force you to do it. No one can make no. you do it. It's <laughs> Yeah. So I would say, really look at the plan you're actually doing. If you have plateaus, check you are actually doing everything. Take it off. You know, maybe even do another week and actually see if you are and just look at it more closely. And if you're still not, revisit your daily non-negotiables. Are they actually achievable? Are they still applicable to your goal? It might be mm. easy to change it. If you're training and you're struggling with your strength goals and it's not going up, have you actually been measuring if you're actually getting stronger? Do write it down. I don't mind you going, you know, doing a workout is better than not doing a workout if you're getting into strength training. But if you want to see strength goals or some form of progress, definitely record it down. If you're doing hypertrophy, um, but the main thing I is, I think it helps generally, doesn't it? With your, yeah. you know, with your discipline and that, you know, absolutely. being able to see something like that change. Yeah, absolutely. You know, if there is something there to be measured, you, you, yeah, you should measure it because yeah. you get that achievement from seeing the numbers change. You just got to treat yourself as like your own scientist to you. Yeah, so I see. You know, when people say to me, "Oh, do you do doing non-negotiables?" And I was like, "Yeah," because I like a tick list. I like to tick off what I've achieved. Yeah. Just uh, the satisfaction of doing it, Kate. I love that word. <laughs> I had to put that in there. <laughs> That's my favourite word of August. Satisfaction. Kate didn't believe That's... me. You didn't believe the natural word, did you? And we Google. I didn't. I didn't know. I didn't know either. <laughs> so I had to Google. It. You thought you made it up? I did. I'm good at that. Um, <laughs> It's like adaptate. That's my other made-up word. <laughs> you adaptate. Adaptate. It should be a word. Adaptate. <laughs> but revisit your plan. Revisit your goals. Yeah. Check your actual action. Maybe just do another week to check you actually are action it and yeah. take it off physically. You can buy habit books now, guys, to do this shit. Um, but then make sure you actually action it. Don't just make all these plans and just talk about it. Actually do it. Actually do it, yeah. That's the main thing. If you do it, you'll get there. Trust me. It hasn't got to be perfect. And I think people spend too long planning it, hoping it's going to be absolutely perfect. It doesn't go perfect, so they stop doing it. Just do something. Mm. Do it. 
Yeah. If you're stuck, ask for help. That's the other thing. If you have plateaued and you are struggling, ask for help. Don't just struggle in silence, yeah. guys. Yeah. Ask for our help. So don't forget this week's uh, mini active goal <laughs> is to beat your step goal from a few weeks ago. So whatever you got, I think it's the second week, maybe first week, uh, or just try beat last week if you want to. <laughs> if you're already yeah. at me and Kate, you normally do 70,000 a week, you could just aim for 70,000 or just think, you know what, I'm just going to do 10K more just because... Yeah, um, just because you can. You can do that. The reason we emphasise NEAT so much is because of the health benefits. It's not just a fat loss thing. Um, there was actually a study I saw the other day. I'll show it with you, Kate. It was about like how... Uh, not the more steps you walk, when you get to a decent amount, uh, the less health. It's like a nice graph. So if you say you're doing like only 3,000 or less steps, like you're at the top for like the bar was for like health implications, like more prone to disease, etc., like cardiac disease, mm-hmm. um, pulmonary disease, like lung disease, uh, diabetes, etc. Um, and also um, bone disease as well as the other one. And as, you, as the steps went up, the curve dropped for those diseases really nicely. Okay, yeah, Basically yeah. anything from 7,000 had a dramatic drop. And then it, okay. it's like yeah. saying between this, they recommended now like anything between ten to twenty thousand, and that ratio basically is quite optimal. But seven mm-hmm. still okay to, because we understand some office workers, it just might be impossible, perhaps. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just give you. An but I think people guys. think it's impossible, but actually, I think people still don't realise how much all the little work, um, little walks yeah. and things like that all yeah. add up. And like you said, with your client who does gardening and things like that, all oh, the best gotcha. stuff. Yeah, she, I mean, I'll be honest, she says she hits 10,000 steps before 11 o'clock. Yeah. You know, it is easy for her. She did say, look, I'm retired now. When I was in an office, I would have done 10,000, but it would have been really hard. I would have had to think mm. about it a little bit more, but she says, I would have done it though, because it's too important to your health. Um, yeah. But not just like I say with steps, it's not just to do with energy out and health, it's also doing your mental health, because like, being outside. You know, it's amazing for your sleep as well. You know, increases your melatonin levels when you sleep in the evening, when you see natural sunlight. We're so on screens all the time. And I'll be honest, when I scroll on a Sunday night sometimes, um, you can make me feel a bit anxious. So I just have to come off at certain time on a Sunday, unless I'm just messaging people, but I'm not going on Instagram or Facebook. I have to come off scrolling on the weekends because I feel like it's been wasted the time and I'm not even enjoying it. I'm just like, it's just... Yeah. So we make sure we put a really good film that we want to engage in on. Or last night we watched a comedy. Highly recommend Ali Wong. It was so funny. Um, <laughs> lots of Asian humour. She's Asian herself, so she's taking the mick at herself. But having a good <laughs> laugh before bed was quite good. It was really therapeutic yeah. there. So I recommend watching <laughs> comedies before bed. That was our weekend treat. <laughs> so this week is your last week on the nk project we'd love for you to use a thread that i'm posting up to say what strategies you're going to put in place if you have plateaued or if you haven't plateaued how you're going to continue on your journey uh don't forget to do your weekly check-in um mm-hmm. and then next week's going to be your last weekly check-in we will be doing a final live on monday just to sum everything up what you've been doing uh, and then later that week we'll be announcing a winner so it's all down to be checking every week doesn't matter how shit you think you're done. There's no such thing as doing shit. It's just you've got to just check in with us. Yeah. So we can feed back to you. So mid after, I think it'll be Thursday or Friday next week, we will be do, announcing the winner. Uh, because basically Wednesday midnight will be the last time someone can send something in. Um, any feedback you'd like to give us, guys? We're always happy to hear your feedback, how we can improve it, or what you thought, or any thoughts or results you'd like us to share. Uh, that'd be great, because obviously then we can run another NK project in October as well yeah so thank you very much for joining us today guys and enjoy your step challenge this week and if you are stuck or anything please let us know thanks guys